and we're live on the Weirdos Only podcast. Today we have Danny Lima with us, a power lifter, all around good guy, mental health advocate, um, and you know, uh, what is it, a digital marketer as well, just just like just like me. So that, that, that's cool, man, and a lot a lot of stuff there. Don't get. I, I know what's. I know we, we were just talking a minute ago, and now I feel the pressure. Now I feel like you're nervous. <laughs> it's, it's just me being a shy person. I'm just, I'm yeah. just shy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so I mean, I, you know, big, uh, long time listener, first time on the show, right? I mean, I, I appreciate you yeah. kind of listening to the show, man. And I know you know you reached out, and um, yeah, I'd like to kind of, like I said, learn learn more about you. I think I think a good place to start, as you mentioned. Uh, Power, powerlifting, you know, or, or just, it, well, let's actually, let's start, let's, let's kind of go back. Like you said, you're from, uh, you're from the Imperial Valley. Right. Um, so kind of, were, were, you, were you born out there or what's kind of your, your story? So I, was, so I was definitely born out there. I was born in Raleigh, so a small town, uh, you know, been out, I was there till about 20 and I came out to San Diego for, for school. I uh, went to the Art Institute, California, San Diego, and Mission Valley. Okay. So, uh, studied advertising there. So I really wanted to do like copywriting for magazines, stuff like that. And I ended up just transitioning over to, to pay search marketing. Like it kind of just fit what I wanted to do and fit with my creative side and analytical side of myself. Like I love looking at data. I love, you know, understanding behaviors. So that kind of just seemed like a perfect fit for me. So ever since then, I've just been hooked on it and, you know, Passes the past on that one. So did you? So what my experience is, I've I've had interns here and I've had employees and I've had everybody from you know somebody who had a degree in business or marketing journalism. Yeah. Um, almost none of them know marketing, so I don't know what I don't know what they're teaching in schools. But uh, did they 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 because they didn't teach you Google right in school? Like no, they yeah, did. See? It was it was mainly like you know learning how to do layout for magazines, writing a copy that grabbed attention so i definitely went away from the core curriculum that i graduated in i feel like that's more like psychology though right like like uh strategy kind of it doesn't it's not really i guess because what i like i said for us what we do is we do paid advertising so then you have to like really like oh what what are the tools to track your stuff well how do you you track performance how do you uh, actually place you know codes and shit on your site to be able to know what's selling where people are going which i obviously people freak out when they're like oh my god they're watching me you know? yeah i know i always like when they ask me like what i do i always kind of joke around i'm like oh i'm i'm big brother like i see you doing stuff on facebook and i'll serve you an ad just like that yeah like, basically I, I like that. basically but it's like it's true though um yeah but no i mean like i think Honestly, I think with marketing and like with digital marketing, you do have to have some type of like interest in psychology because you need to understand user behavior. You need to understand the mentality of when they're looking online, what they're looking for, you know, what their interest levels are. So that psychology level does actually play into it. And if it's, you don't have to study it, but as long as you have appreciation for it, it does help you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they, they, and, and there's a lot of people in marketing or, or business in general. They think that, and that's what I always tell clients to, or people that, you know, ask me questions about marketing is, is don't make the decisions for your clients. Like, oh, this is our client. This is our client base. And then you go in and you look at the data and you're like, dude, that's not your client base. Like you got completely different people coming to your site that are actually interested in your stuff and you're not, you're not, you know, catering to them or whatever, you know, and the other one's making you money, you know? Right. 
Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And I'm, I'm the same way. Like I tell people, don't think as a client, think as the user themselves, like understand, you know, in marketing, we always build personas, right? You know, you have a persona of what your ideal client is, which is great. But I always like to say in a perfect world, that'd be your client, if you're, you know, your persona, but reality is there's different people have different interests and then they overlap. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then when they overlap, that's where you find like your niche audience right there. So it's not, it's not always a one size fits all from a market research perspective. It's more like looking at how performance is looking at people in general. Yeah. Know? And I think, I think to, to your point is, is knowing those people, but then, you know, it, it, they try to, a lot of people try to do a, just a big brush across everything yeah. instead of saying, you know, like you said, big brother's watching, what are you doing? What are the actions you're taking? Everybody's, right. everybody's in a different position, even if it, even if they fall into the same archetype as a marketing, you know, as, as that, you know, that user or that persona, like you said, um, they could be at a different stage in the funnel. Somebody could be yeah. very new, new to you. Somebody very new to the brand. Somebody's already, somebody been introduced to the brand just looking for a deal. You know, yeah. and they've already gone to the site. They've already kind of done the research. They're just waiting for you to shoot them a deal and they'll make exactly. the purchase, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you always have to have that different approach and mindset. And that's why I love just really having that psychology interest background. Like I wanted to study it when, uh, when I was in high school, I wanted to go originally for psychology, but yeah, I out of it. So, which is great, but I still have that love for it that yeah, exactly. That I use it in my everyday job now. Yeah. No, and that, that's good. I mean, I think that, like I said, you, it's good that you you understand that there's a psychology behind it. And mm -hmm. and and I think that, you know, a lot of people with, with social media and like even, you know, e even like like just uh, just doing ads and just life in general right now that it's, it's so, every, especially because of like COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. We think that it's just, oh, everybody's like, every, everything's digital, everybody, but there's still a person behind that screen. Even, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. still somebody there, no matter if it changed to where before, you know what I mean? Of how you ad were advertised to. And I think that's how I look at it too. Like it's not just di it's digital points, but it's still a person behind it. It's a person that has thoughts and feelings and emotions and they're having a bad day or if they're like, you know, on, on a spending spree, like, Hey, you know, it's, it's different things. Like you have to remember like at the end of the day, like yeah. it's a person that's making these actions, not just, you know, digital. It, it is actual person. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> you mentioned like having a bad day and they're just shopping away. We're like, well, yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, I'm going to serve you an ad might as well, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, and there, there's the ethics of like, you know, what should you be doing or what, I mean, I think that what we always say is like an ad isn't intrusive if it's something you want. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's like, oh, that those are the shoes I was looking at, you know, and they're oh, they're on sale now. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. And that is intrusive if it's something you want, you know, like and also there is like the moral aspects of it, you know, you want to make sure you're marketing properly, not getting too intrusive, not, you know, marketing stuff that you don't believe in either. So I think that's a bigger thing too, is marketing stuff that you don't believe in you know, that plays a role in, in your, in your, in your day-to-day -day job as well. Like if you don't believe in it, it's kind of hard to market it. Yeah. I mean, that, I've definitely, definitely seen a lot of that or you, or you believe in it too much There's, as a, as a brand, you believe in it way too much and you're not really putting forth the right effort. And you're just like, well, people should just buy this cause it's amazing. Exactly. Like, you right, know, I deal with lawyers for, for marketing and 
there's some like, well, they're not asking. They should just be calling me. I was like, I, yes, but you know, you'll understand their mindset at that point, like what's going on when they're looking. So, you know, yeah, what- I, I had my friend on a podcast. Her name's uh, Michelle, Michelle Reynoso, and she's a lawyer. And she was saying like sometimes that she sees the, some of these lawyers that are, are you know, kind of pipping themselves out and they're marketing themselves like crazy. And she's yeah. like, well, I also don't want to be that like crazy, you know, person that's putting yourself out there. So like, you know, like just kind of shamelessly marketing yourself. And I was like, well, but if you do it effectively, and you do it right, then people will see the value in it. You know what I mean? But there are those people that are just like, they stick themselves in anything. And it's like, ah, it kind of loses validity, you know? Yeah. And it also then gives like other lawyers a bad name because like, you're so focused on like, oh, this guy is just everywhere, everywhere. Like that's all they want to do. Like then you, you hear the term like ambulance chaser stuff like yeah. that. Like when you hear that, like it really, you know, puts up, puts a bad name for lawyers who are actually doing marketing just to get themselves out there and you know yeah exactly looking like fishing for for and like this is whatever the problem with something like that is you can't really like you have to keep yourself out there because it's like i don't need a lawyer right now you know but yeah. if i do need one then who, who am i thinking about or who am i see oh what you know what's her name's lawyer you know I, now i need it yeah, but it's exactly. like you have to be consistently out there because you can't really it's not like, you know, selling fucking lotion is like, oh, yeah, we'll sell it, you know, once a yeah. month at least or whatever, you know, you got to keep and buying I, it. Yeah. And then that's always that fine line with, with lawyer marketing. It's like you might not need me today, but you might need me a week or two weeks from now or, you know, a year from now, you might need me. And that's where King you know. Stallman nailed it. Yeah, exactly. It's better to know yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. like a singer. Also, I got to pay the rights. I don't want to do <laughs> Oh, no, I know it's talking about that, but yeah, he's a perfect example where it's like great marketing, great catchphrase song. And, you know, whenever no. you need him, hey, you know, and he's it. going after, he knows his audience, right? He's going after the, like, you know, people that are in jail, like, you know, going to jail. Like he's like, he basically says like, because it's true, right? It's like, it's still pretty old school. You can't like pull out your phone in there. You have to like, be oh, like, oh what's you the have fuck to use that one call. Yeah. That, no, who the fuck you be call? Because you know, his. You know his little uh melody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be like, just call King Stallman. Exactly. Like, maybe I should. Maybe I should like say it more. That would be like, hey, King Stallman, the yeah. sp- sponsor for the podcast. Sponsor the podcast, right there. You got yeah. some publicity right there. <laughs> yeah, we already got. We already got. Uh, we're, we're working with uh, the buddies over at the Three Punks. You ever been at Three Punk L's? No, I haven't. No. No, in Chula Vista. No, where is it? Is it off of Broadway? It's on Third oh, okay. Avenue. You ever been to the bars on Third Avenue? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right there. It's called Three Punk Gale. So my, my buddy my buddy Steve owns that. Yeah, he, he has a podcast too. It's called the Emo Emo Browns. Emo Browns. Uh, yeah. Is yeah. it is it uh is it like right next to downtown Third Avenue or is it uh further south? Have, it's right, it's right in the middle of down, downtown Third Avenue. Have you have you ever been to any bars there? Yeah, yeah. I've been Which to Which one? Quicksilver was that or was or, Silver Dollar? Yeah. I've been to Silver that. Dollar. Yeah, Silver Dollar is a little bit more north. More, no, more, not north. South. A little bit more south. Um, that's like kind of like in front of the gym, right? Silver yeah. Dollar. Yeah. So you have to cross. You have to keep coming north. Cross that light, and I think you until you get to the second light. There's um, there's a Barsi Nombre, and there's three yeah. punks. Three punks is the one that has big uh big like garage doors in front of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah, and they, and they're actually a brewery. They're like they have the stills in there. You could see huh. them in there and stuff. You could see like you know. Okay, I think yeah, I pass by them once. So I go to the gym and chill. This is sometimes the one right there off of third. 
and I always pass by. I never stopped for yeah. a drink. I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, no, it, do, isn't it? It's, that, that used to be a 24. I used to go to that gym. Yeah. So, so now it's, now it's, uh, it's the gym or something. The gym now. Yeah. That's what it's called now. But I used to go to that one too when it was open back in the day when I used to live down here in Chula Vista. Is the woman's one still there? You know, I think it is. It's upstairs, right? Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was and weird that there was a gym up there. Somebody told me there was a pool too or something. I was like, damn. It has That's a pool there? I, mean, I guess I never know. It's a woman's I gym. Mean, they don't I'm let me in. Either, man. I mean, sexist. I, yeah. I think it's still there because I do see some women go like in the hallway from the parking lot. So I'm assuming that it's still open. I don't yeah. know how much, but I think it's still there. What's your experience with with uh, with women in powerlifting? Because I feel like there's more women now that are like because of, because of CrossFit that that have gotten into it and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot, dude. And honestly, like I I love it. I'm a big supporter of like women who do powerlifting um, because you know they they tend to, to break the norm, the social norm about women. You know, don't don't get too bulky. Don't lift too much. You're gonna become like a man. Like no, like, these women are badass. They lift heavy, and I'm all for it. I'm in yeah. awe of like some of the girls I see at the gym. Like they're lifting so much, I'm like, wow, like you know that that's like badass. You know, like I support that fully. Like uh, I love when when uh, women get involved with, with that sport because like you see their potential and you see them just like crush weight after weight after weight, and it's it, it's awesome. It's, it's actually inspiring. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think that a lot of, like you said, like you mentioned the bulkiness and stuff, like, I think a lot of girls fear that, you know, and like, I'm just like, you know, if you do it right, and you're going to put on muscle in the right places, and you're going to lean out, you're not going to get bulky, you yeah. know what I mean? And and like, in general, you're going to just be stronger, like, like your legs and stuff. Like I've had friends that say, oh, I have a knee pain. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, you should, you should do like quad strengthening and calves yeah. and stuff like that. And they're just thinking, oh, I, you know, I, I have strength. It's like, yeah, but it's like more of like, you know, strengthening like those areas. You don't, you're not going to get buff by, you know, by lifting, you know, 10 pounders or whatever you, but you are going to like help it get, help it get better in general. You know what yeah. I mean? And just be healthier. And like, and like, that's why like I'm, I'm, I'm very big on people like, you know, you should lift weights. You don't have to lift heavy, just lift something to like yeah. put resistance on your body and like let you, and like, cause it's, to me, it's, it's always fascinating to see what your body can do. Like, that's why I found love of powerlifting was like one day, like I was like, oh man, like I can actually lift this weight. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. This, I never thought possible. It's like, no, your body can do it. It's just not many people really try to do it or try to like, you know, push push their limits a little bit so i'm always a big component of everybody just lifting weights you know even if it's like the small dumbbells just something to like feel that resistance in 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 your hands of like a, a bar a barbell or a dumbbell just feeling it learning how like you know control it doing curls whatever i'm just a big fan of that you know you know it's giving me the best the i wouldn't say result but I, I guess all around best results and just better feeling is working out my glutes. Yeah, totally, dude. And people I, don't do. I, I used to feel so girly, <laughs> man, and like you know, I go like I go like a like PT, you know, because I had an issue with stuff, and they were like basically like first it was like literally just started building my core, literally yeah. just just tightening up, just just tightening up, and just like ah, and just like that, and she's like, okay, do that. And we did that for the longest, doing little oblique stuff. And then she's like, okay, you're going to do the clams, you know? 
Yeah. And I, but the thing is now I see, I go to the gym and I'll see girls doing like band stuff. And I'm, mm. I kind of want to be like, Hey, you're doing it wrong. But then they're going to look at my butt be like, what the hell do you know? Like, you that, know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, <laughs> how, that's how I am. Like when I see someone like squatting wrong, I'm like, Hey, like you're like, I don't want to like, yeah, it's hard to be like, you're, yeah. Like, I don't want you to like, oh, I'm telling you what to do. It's like, I'm giving you advice. Cause like, it looks bad and you could hurt yourself if you don't correct it. Yeah, and, I'm not trying to say like this is how you're gonna get buff, but yeah, just don't exactly. hurt you. Like, we don't want to hurt yourself, you know. Yeah, but the glute stuff, man. Like, honestly, like uh, I work on glutes too for my deadlift, and you know, I'm like, oh, like I have a little bump now. It's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start wearing yoga pants to the gym. Yeah, I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna buy some lemon ones or something. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely made a big difference, and I was like, damn, my butt's getting bigger. I was like, you know what I mean? I'm like, but it definitely, like, even just walking, you know, obviously, it's your fucking ass at the top of your legs. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, like it's, but it's the center, it's like the core of your body, you know what I mean? It's and, like, and you, it's like your strongest muscle that you have, so it's like, why not work it out? Like, that translates over to everything, and yeah, like, well, if I'm walking, and if I see my silhouette, I'm like, oh, look at it, there it is, my little butt hanging out. <laughs> Yeah. Look at dick. <laughs> no, I mean, it made a big, I mean, it made a big difference. Like I said, I, I now I've kind of gotten over it. Cause I'd feel like weird. Like, Oh, look at that dude working out his butt all sick. Like he's, yeah. he's, done, he's done like six butt workouts. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Like, yeah, hey, man, he's good a, for you. Hey, you know, good for him. I mean, like he, he's doing it right. So you yeah. can't, can't and, hate on that one. I'm happy right now that the, the sauna is open back up. Yeah, those those are good. I'm happy with that. I'm happy uh, my massage therapist opened back up again, too. So I was excited about that one because I needed so much body work. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah, I was like, here, take my money and just where, me. Where, where, where do you go? I had I had my massage therapist on, on the show as well. She's uh, she, she does amazing work. She works with, like, uh, some some of the, like, charger players and she's like a bunch of, like, lifters and, and you know, like, a lot of uh, trainers. So she's, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, so I go, she has a studio off Washington by the five. It's a, it's called Pacific Health and Pacific Massage and Wellness, I believe it's called. Uh, her name okay. is Anna. She's great. Um, I've been going to her for about mm, three years now. Like, okay. Like, she's just awesome. We have that really close that's, relationship. Where, where that's the best thing, man. You get somebody that know, that you work with, because then they know your body, right? And they yeah, see, exactly. you know. So, like, what's funny, too, because when I went to her, I told her, like, hey, like, I have, like, no, like, you know, we can laugh all you want, but I have trust issues with my body. <laughs> like, when someone touches me, like, I tense up. So, yeah. and what's weird, because, like, she understood that. Yeah. So, she, like, slowly worked through all that. And now when I go to her, like, I don't even flinch. My body doesn't tighten up. It's just relaxed. So, it's like, yeah, like, you have, when it comes to massage therapists, you got to find one that really understands your body and you have that trust with because like you know you're, you're in a vulnerable state yeah know? oh yeah definitely i mean it's but it's good like even the fact that you noticed it because i you know sometimes i wouldn't even notice it you know yeah. and i would be chilling but then i'm like or, or it, and it's not even more like the the like body image issues but more like i know that that area usually hurts yeah so if somebody touches it i'm gonna like ah uh, like you know what I mean, and then I'm like, oh wait, wait, wait let me let me like chill, because then they can't really like you know get in there. And, you know? Yeah, and then for me, it's like my legs and like my my hamstring and quads are that way. Where like since she touches it, I have to like really relax myself to let her get to work. Because 
going off. Elbow, yeah. elbow deep in there. Ah, she'll do elbow. She'll do like that scraping tool all day. Oh, yeah. oh man. Like I'll go home all red and like, all right, I'm going to pass out for a while. Yeah. You, you got to pound a pound a bunch of water. Yeah. That, that too. Uh, yeah. But one time I, one time I had a fever, dude. Like, I, and like, it was like a, just a slight fever. It wasn't like, it was just like my body was just so broken down. I think I had worked out and then like I was sore and then she worked on me and then my body was like, I wasn't like sick, but I could feel like my body just like kind of like a little bit warm, like, oh, yeah. fuck, like I need to recover, you know, like. <laughs> I've done that too. I've gone to her one time when I was like feeling a little under the weather and like she kind of noticed it too. So she was working, you know, I guess she was hitting certain points that relieve pressure and relieve like, you know if you believe in energy about that toxic energy, she's like relieving that for me. And the next day I felt better. Like I felt like fine. Like I thought I was about to get sick, but no, everything was good to go. So, you know, I really do contribute that massage that she gave me to getting me like avoiding me getting sick because like the next day I felt great. And that it was, was like, like tension in your body, you know, and then you go yeah. and I mean, I felt like times two or either I'm, I'm really anxious or something yeah, and I go and get a massage, but the, nothing has happened yet. You know, what I mean, and we talk. Obviously, we're cool, so yeah. you know, it's like it, it, some of that those pains or whatever. Sometimes maybe that anxiety is coming from like, fuck, my knee hurts, and then it just escalates, right? Just slippery right. slope. You're thinking about your fucking career, you think yeah. about everything else, you know? Yeah. yeah, I know. I've been there. I got hurt one time, and uh, during during squats, I got hurt. I heard a pop. Oh, and, like. My mind started racing, like my anxiety went through the roof because I was nonstop thinking what happened, like, did something break? Okay, what's gonna happen tomorrow? I won't be able to walk. So that means by 40, I'm in a wheelchair probably by 40 because I can't yeah. like, walk, right? So yeah, you definitely spiral once you like get an injury, like you're like, oh man, what's going on? Like what's gonna happen? Yeah. I was just talking to my well, not so much injury, but just like taking time off, you know, because yeah. like because an injury can make you take time off, right? um is that because when you get back because you know where you were that's the hardest part when you come back yeah and you're, and you're trying to do the same things and you're like fuck like I, you know what i mean like I, I lost progress you know and that's what happened to me uh so i had got covid in late january to okay. the point where i went to the hospital for five days oh shit I was, I was in the hospital so i had to recover it took me about another three weeks to recover. So by the end of February, early March, I was like, okay, I got clear to go back to the gym, man. I just felt out of shape. I felt so like I was up here with my list. Now I'm like back to zero, like learning how to do squats again. Like, cause it took a lot out I think of me. You're trying to figure out if it's COVID or if it's just you taking the time off or, exactly. you know, because I, I never really took that much time off away from the gym. And that really just like, it mentally played with me because I'm like, am I like starting back at zero? Is it still COVID? I'm still recovering from slowly. Like, yeah, you know, COVID's so new that you really don't know how it's affecting you long term yet. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know what's a year from now or five years from now. Like, what's yeah. So that was like, you know, messing with my head for a while. I'm like, okay, like, what's going on? Is it COVID? Is it just me taking that much time off? Now I'm back to like, you know, learning how to squat. 225 again so it was like you know different things but yeah definitely when you're away for so long it does play with your head about like in my week again like i was just i was i can lift this back in the day now i can't so yeah <laughs> and then you're in the gym right and you're just like everybody's looking at me 
Yeah. Looking at me, look at that big ass fool. He can't even lift it. Like, oh man, come on! It's because I was I'm, hurt. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm like, don't look at me. Like, I'm still. You want to have a sign on, right? Like, hey, I'm in recovery. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm recovering. Give me a month or two. Yeah. So then that's the weird thing too, because like when you go to the gym, especially when you go to people that you know and they see yeah. you, and they see you struggling with lightweight, you're like, dude, don't look at me right now. Like, don't give me those eyes. Yeah. Like, like you know what happened what to me. You? What are you, did you just grab some yeah. tens? Like, you know yeah. what? I've learned that like from, from physical therapy is like I doing the, like the, the, like lower weight, doing it right. Yeah. You know, whether like, and, and kind of feeling where that limit is. Cause I used to push myself a lot more and then that's like, Oh hell yeah, I did it. But then you're like, Oh fuck, this shit hurts. Like, you know what I mean? Like you hurt for like a few days and shit. And you're like, Oh man, I probably shouldn't have done that. You know, probably should have just, probably should have just kept it, you know, 10 pounds under that and it would have been fine. But no, I had a, you know, and, and that sometimes, like, so I've noticed like that's been my my issue where I'm like, okay, like, I did this way, but, like, I can go more because I did this before. Yeah. And so you're kind of, like, in that battle where, like, do you do it or do you not because you don't want to risk getting injured again because you're just getting back. So that's been part of my dilemma lately it, is learning how to focus. It helps your patience, all right? It yeah. You also got to be, be patient and keep can continuing to go. I think I had a a friend that I used to, I used to kind of help or work out a little bit. And, and then I think we had been going for like two months. All right. She's like, we've been going for two months. We've been coming to the gym for two months. Like, she's like, when does this, when do, when do we stop? I was like, this is how you live now. I was like, it's not going to like be like, oh, you came for two months. Now you're good. Like, this is your, <laughs> I was like, like, I don't know if you know, but this is how you live now. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny too, because that's, that's how I was before, before I got into like powerlifting, I'd go to the gym, okay, a month, two months, all right, I'm done. But then once I got into it, like, I stopped saying, oh, two months, I'm good. No, I was like, I, I need more. I need to keep going, keep going. And now if I don't go, I feel like, I feel weird if I don't go to the gym now. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, like, I felt lazy. I didn't go. Like, you know. Like, okay. You don't feel Let's talk about that, though. Because I feel like there's, there's, an, there's an, not an issue, but I feel like, <laughs> at, least for, at least for me, at least for me, yeah. I feel like I have an issue chilling okay if i'm chilling yeah i feel guilty i feel like oh I'm, I'm such a lazy fuck like you know what i mean like i could be at the gym right now i could be doing this instead of like Dang. hey you know what just fucking chill like it's yeah. cool just to not do something tonight you know no i'm i'm the same way and i think part of it comes from like you know i i, I feel like i have body dysmorphia where like i'm really not happy with my body the way it is no matter what yeah and, it's when I don't go to the gym, I feel like it intensifies that. Cause now I'm like, what? I'm about to gain back all the way I just lost. Like, I'm being too lazy. Like, and you're what? watching Netflix, and you're like, I'm gonna eat these bag of chips. So, yeah, like, exactly. You know, like, you're like, like, oh, fuck, I did. I fucked it up. Not only did I not go, I ate like shit. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I ate all this. Like, damn it, dude. Like, there we go. Like, all that week's worth of training is gone in one day. Yeah. And that's the thing I know like it's 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 a problem with me where I'm like, yeah, like I need to learn how just to relax. Like it's okay to have that day off and not have to go to the gym and then you know have those guilty thoughts like, oh, I'm being lazy. Like so yeah. I, I feel you on that one. I'm the same way. I, I mean I and I think it's I think it's in the culture as well, right? Because like it, at least you know, for Latinos, like at least like my my parents and, and my mom, hmm. it, it, the biggest like the biggest compliment they can give you is that you're hardworking, you know, yeah. 
Like, and it's just like, hey, my son's hardworking. My son shows up to work, not lazy. You know what I mean? But it's just like, it's also okay to just not do anything. You know what I mean? Like, you know how long it took me to just like go and take a vacation? Like, this is just, a, you know what I mean? Just a regular, like I would take weekends because it's like, yeah. oh, well, if I have some Friday off and then we, or we got Memorial Day and I'm just going to take that weekend and then I'll go somewhere. Yeah. Instead of like, I'm going to take my fucking time off, like uh, from everything. You know what I mean? Like in, in Europe, it's mandatory. You know, you got to take that time off here. It's like you, you're, you look better if like, Hey man, this guy doesn't take vacation, never takes a sick day, doesn't do dick. He's right. always working, you know? And that's, and that's, it's so weird because like in other countries, it's okay to take vacation. It's okay to take, take your sick days. It really is. But well, for it's required. Reason, it's like, yeah. you have to fucking do it. Like my buddy was telling me during COVID, they were having issues with it because since everybody was at home, they don't want to take their, their vacation time. And they're like, well, everyone has to take it at some point. So they were like, you need to start taking it, you know? Yeah. And for me, it's I'm the same way where like I feel guilty taking vacation. I feel guilty just taking a week off and not doing nothing. Like I'm like, I should be working. And then there's some days when I'm on vacation, I catch myself answering slacks or emails. I'm like, yeah. dude, I should not be working at all. Like, no. But yet it's just ingrained in your culture, like work hard, like you're hardworking, always, always go a step ahead. Oh, you should start a side hustle. You start <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. So it's just like, man, like. Like where where did where did it go wrong? Where you know it's a, where we have to feel guilty for taking vacations and and actually taking the sick day. I mean, I know now for COVID, I think people will take sick days serious now. But before that, it's like you go to work sick. I'm like no, like I can't miss a day. Yeah, I'm I, I'm like stay your ass home. You can get a sick. Like you know what the fuck you know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of hoping like after COVID, you know people treat sick days differently where it's like yeah you're sick stay home like it's okay stay home now like it's it's actually encourage you to stay home now dude and i and and obviously you're from this world so you know that what we do we could do it from anywhere we want yeah exactly and, and that's, that's the problem i think <laughs> you know problem. so like when i was when i was like being home from covid recovering part of me wanted to work still like, yeah. part of me, like as soon as i got out of the hospital I was okay like it's thursday I can probably work tomorrow on Friday from home. But, you know, I had like a lot of people say, no, like you need to just like relax for a while. Like, yeah. So I think I've learned that like now it's okay to take vacations. It's okay to take sick days and to actually like put the computer away and not do anything at all, like with anything from work related. So, but yeah, I feel like in our field, we can do it anywhere, which is kind of like good and bad. It's a double-edged sword, man. It's Because a- it's like, when do we turn off our brains from working and actually enjoy like being home or doing something outside? Like my biggest issue with working from home was I didn't know how to turn off my brain after three or four o'clock from work. Yeah. You know, I still want to work past that. I go to the gym and I want to come home and work again. I was yeah. like, Hey, this is a problem. Like I need to like learn how to, uh, especially if you have work. all the notifications on and the, yeah. you know, you're getting pinged for shit. And you're like, nope, not available. Like you have to, you have to draw right. boundaries, you know? Yeah. So like slowly I've learned to like, you know, turn off notifications for certain things. Like my emails, I don't really have them on anymore. Like I'll check them when I feel like it now. Yeah. Just- or, you know, that there's something pending. That's kind of the way I turned off the notifications because before I would get every single one. Yeah. And a lot of them was just stuff happening or whatever, but then it's still kind of, it's that, uh, what are the, it's that, um, is it that serotonin kind of like when that, when that notification hits, I've yeah. also feel like I turned my phone's been on vibrate for like, I don't know, fucking four months. 
Yeah. And before I used to have the ringer on and now I've had it on vibrate because that'd be like that ringer would go off and I feel like it's like, you know, that conditioned learning like, oh, like as soon as that would go off, you know? Yeah. So I learned that too from my ex-girlfriend. She would never have her ringer on. It's always on, it was always on vibrate and silent. Yeah. And it kind of like wore, it kind of like grew on me. I'm like, okay, I get it because like, do you really want to have your phone key going off? Like, notifications or whatever phone calls text messages i'd rather just have it on silent vibrate and i'll Man, check it once i ain't getting shit anyway <laughs> i mean now now i mean the only thing i get mainly is my slack conversations from yeah. work no, my, but, my buddy used to joke like he'd be like oh espn's texting me again <laughs> like yeah. this is a, the espn that's notification that's how i too it's like yep or like i'll get inst- I'll get, I'll get DMs and it's people just laughing at my memes I'm posting. I was like, that's it, man. I'm like, yeah, that's, no mean, else, like, that, that's even better than a, the team Snapchat one, man. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Every time I get it, it's like, yep, Snapchat, it's team Snapchat. What's today? Fourth of July? It's from them. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a like, holiday. Team it. Snapchat's hitting me up. I know. Oh, I can't stand that when they do that. I'm like, I get it, but like, I don't even use you that much anymore. Like, can you, can you yeah. not? You know, I, I kind of want, wanted to go back to some because I have a story that actually involves uh, um, Vicente yeah. um, about the weight. So I forgot where I was. I went to like a doctor's appointment or something, and I noticed, and I think it was after it was after COVID. Hmm. So because I had COVID too. So then I, I I gained like 10 pounds, I think, or like seven pounds, somewhere around that, seven to, seven to 10 pounds. And, you know, one, I wasn't working out as much, but I, even when I was in, like, because I, I didn't have it as bad, I mean, you know, and, and I mean, that, that sucks that you did. I had it pretty bad. I don't think I had a tear. I didn't go to the hospital, but I was like, fuck. Like, like there were certain days where, I, like you said, I was like, oh, I could be working. And then my boss was like, oh, you know, if you can get some stuff done. But I was kind of like, dude, like, I don't want to. Like, my head hurts. Like, I feel like shit. Yeah. Like, I know I could, in theory, because I... You know, it's just a computer and I can get some stuff done, but I'm like, I don't fucking want to. Like, my head hurts. I don't want to be, I can't concentrate. You know what I mean? And so, no, I'm right there with you, man, on that one. That's yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and so, anyways, I, and then after it was also the survival of it, you know, like, you know what? I'm going to go fucking eat some bomb ass food because I survived this. <laughs> I'm going to treat myself. You know what I mean? Like, I but, lived, I survived. Yeah. So, like, that's how it was for me. Everyone would give me food. Like, oh, they yeah, would, yeah, yeah. like every morning they would, I would get texts from like my sister or my dad, like, Hey, you want breakfast? We'll take you breakfast. Like, you don't have to, but okay. So it's like, damn, like I'm eating something I don't really eat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I munched out, you know, yeah, I, I did too. I, I wasn't, I was in COVID jail though. I was at the hotel. The, the, the Oh the no. Plaza. Was yeah. How was, was that? It was literally COVID jail. I couldn't leave my room. Like if I left my room, they were like, where are you going? Like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's stupid, but you can only go out and smoke. I was like, "What am I gonna go smoke?" Like, yeah, I was smoke. Like, I can't even breathe. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was there. And so, yeah, I, I was getting like food and stuff. Like, I'd fucking order whatever I could, and then people. I had some friends bring me food as well. Um, but anyways, like I said, kind of like went through it, and I was trying to like you know enjoy. I guess like, hey, back in life and fucking you know. So I gained a, a few pounds. Wasn't running as much either, obviously. Uh, um, yeah. And then, anyways, last story short, I went to the doctor and they weighed me and I was like, fuck, I gained some weight. So then I was like, hey, you know what? I need to get back on it. Kind of like, you know, I was drinking again and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, all right, I need to slow down on that and kind of get myself in line. Long story short, I went and I and I spoke with Vicente. 
Uh-huh. I had all my audio equipment, you know, for for the episode, and I went and spoke with them and all, and all that good stuff. And so I have, like, you see, like, there's a mic stand. There's, you know, and this is like an actual mic stand, you know, like it's it's not light, you know. And so I have all had my laptop, my water bottle, like this big ass water bottle. I had it all in my bag, right? So I'm packing everything up, and right outside his office was a scale, and that was there was all these scales everywhere. I was like, why is there scales everywhere? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna weigh myself. Yeah. So I went and I fucking weighed myself and I was 10 pounds heavier than when I got weighed before when I had gained the weight. And I was like, what the fuck? How did I gain? How did I gain 10 more pounds when I was like trying to do good? You know what I mean? And so I'm like, what the fuck? And then Vicente says, oh, let me, let me weigh myself. He's like, oh, look, he's like, you can know, give me, I'm, you know, I'm an old man, but I'm in good shape. He's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so anyways, he weighs himself. And then I'm like, oh, dude, I had my backpack on. (laughs) (laughs) So I had my backpack on and I had like a big jacket on during winter. So I took it all off and I had actually lost eight pounds. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, I knew I wasn't like, how do I feel better, lighter? And then like, I felt so stupid though, because I just had like. it's, It's totally true. Like, I think when I was in the hospital, I lost 10 pounds. I wasn't eating. Oh, okay. Once I came out of the hospital, I gained it all back like quick. I'm like, damn, dude, like all this food tastes good right now because I just got to the hospital. I had a hospital food for like five days. So I'm eating like regular food again. I'm like, this is great. And I was like, I maybe overdid it now. So I'm like, yeah. I, need to, I need to get back in check. So that's that's been a little journey on its own, getting back in check because it's crazy because like apparently like your body goes through so much with COVID and like I think one of the things now that I've been dealing with is more the weight loss has been harder like my strength came back but like the weight loss has been a little harder this time around so mm. that like was cardio like, is the cardio is an issue or I, I, I do cardio I you know I'm eating better but just the weight's just a little hard to come down right now because I'm when I compete I usually compete at 230 and right now I'm like probably like around 255 so it's like it's that struggle of like getting back down is just taking longer than what I thought it was going to do. So I'm like, damn it. Like COVID wins again on this one. Now it's taking me forever to, to lose his weight. So yeah, I totally, I totally believe you. And it, and it really messed me up too. Cause I'm like, dude, I gained all this weight back here. I go again. I look at the mirror. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, God, do you forget it? Yeah. <laughs> like no yeah. more years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's obviously for, for like, for power lifting is like you're also put you're also putting on like bigger muscle you know what i mean you're more yeah. it's more it's more mass um obviously obviously your goal isn't to be like super duper fucking skinny like that's just not no, it's not no, feasible it's, not that it's not feasible but it's just not it's not what you want either you know what i mean no, it's not like, like you know like i mean obviously like you know you have like we come from mexican families so like you know you're kind of told that you should be on the skinnier side that that's the more attractive yeah yeah they want to fucking feed you everything yeah but like (laughs) me like i made peace like i'm not going to be under 200 pounds i don't want to be under 200 pounds i really don't because i feel like at that point i'm not going to be myself at that point like i'm doing this for some i'm doing this for somebody else i'm not staying at a weight that i feel happy with i can move weight for for lifting and feel great so i'm like if i go with 200 it's not for me like i love being like a little on the heavier side just because like you know i i lift heavier at that point so yeah so i make peace with that i told my family like hey you know you guys can uh 
let go of the dream of me being like 160, 150 from my height. Like that ain't gonna happen, you know. Like I'm gonna be comfortable like around 230, 220. That that's gonna be me. Like I live with that. I'm great. I thought about that. If I was that fucking weight, be like, fuck. I don't know. I feel like I'd be super duper skinny. That's why I would feel too. Cause you know how they do that whole chart thing where it's like if you're five, six, five, six, <laughs> you're, you gotta be this much like damn you're like you like my ass cheek weighs that right now we're talking just, about <laughs> i was I, I used to i had a doctor that would like uh that would like fucking tell me oh you're fat i was like bitch so are you like, like he was, was like he would yeah. tell me like very bluntly i'd be like what the f-? like okay tell me how obviously you're not pulling it off you're, he was a big dude i was like exactly no i <laughs> Like, uh, I had on too. He's like, yeah, you're on the heavy side. I'm like, yeah. It's like, you ain't like two toddlers right now, so so are you. But, you know, yeah. I'm complaining. Yeah, I mean, I and I actually had a, a story about that um, that doctor, too. Was that a um, – he – this was a long time ago. I was probably, yeah. like, because in college or whatever. You know how they say, they tell you, like, to get – like, there was, like, a whole thing, right, because of HIV and us to, like, get tested yeah. for, for, you know, for STDs. Yeah, yeah, you know, get tested. Like you should, you should be getting tested on the regular. You don't know what's out there, blah blah blah. And so, like, it was like, oh, don't be afraid to ask your doctor. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna ask my doctors. So I can get tested. And when I came in, the, when I came in, he was kind of like asking me questions. He was like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Blah blah blah. You know, I was like, oh no, you know, you know. And he was like, and then at, later on, when I asked him, like, hey, can I get tested? He was like, well, you said you don't have a girlfriend. I was like, yeah, but you know, I was like. <laughs> I've I've had sex with you know may, maybe somebody you know what I mean and he was like well no. what do you he's like well, what do you mean if you don't have a girlfriend how are you having sex and I was like <laughs> I gotta explain this to you and then he was kind of like well I have to ask you by law he's like are you and this is exactly what he fucking said no way he said are you having man sex and I was like what I was like how did you end up there yeah. <laughs> telling you my story how was it by law. I don't know. I guess it's like mandatory <laughs> that he has to ask me about man sex. It's like, all right. I mean, that's that's. I he didn't know. ask me if I was gay. He didn't care if I was gay. He just said yeah. if I was having man sex, and I was like, no man sex here, sir. I was like, can I get tested or what? And he's like, I, I guess, but if you're not having man sex, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. like, oh. <laughs> that's a trip. I've never heard that before. That they have to ask this you about. Dude, this was the same doctor. I was like, man, you know what? I need a new doctor. I was like, see, but this is when I was young. Like, like, yeah. like now I know that you could switch doctors. So for everybody out there, you could switch doctors. You can yeah. find another doctor. You know, call your insurance. You can find somebody else and look them up. Um, there's there's ways to find reviews on doctors and shit like that. Yeah, you know, but I just thought you got the one they gave you, and that was it. You know, you that's what I too. Like I thought that for a while too. I'm like, okay. This is my doctor, like him or not, he's my doctor. Like, yeah. like, dude, we're about to get close because I'm not that see you like every year for something. So yeah. but no, definitely glad that you can actually switch doctors and like, you know, go someone you actually have a better relationship with. And and I, I learned that because I switched therapists one time. That yeah, same like, goes for therapists. I, I think like, it's very important like, for not, therapists. Yeah, I was like, we're not clicking, like, you know. So like, I had to switch. And I was like, okay, can you switch? And like, yeah, you can switch all you want. Like, you know, I was like, oh, perfect. Then that's great because he's he got to go. <laughs> like, I, and I think it's important to, especially with the- therapists. Um, one, I, like I have a different one right now because I, I was sent that while back and I, I had to change because of insurances. But um, 
I'm, I, I don't. I also don't want to just base it off of one encounter. Yeah. You know? So I got. I'm giving her kind of like, all right, let's see, because this is different. You know, obviously with Vicente is, you know, we had a good relationship. So then we were just kind of like understanding each other, and you know, he's pushing me to do more and more and more, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah. down. But somebody else may be different. So that's kind of where I'm like allowing myself to like allow that and to to see where that's going, but also you know, being honest with yourself of why you know, why you're switching or what, what you think is really that, that reason. Yeah. You know, Cause sometimes you're like, man, I don't like how she calls me out. Like, you know what I mean? Or something, you know, but then yeah. if you're honest with yourself, you're like, man, you know what? I probably need somebody that like, that calls me out, you know, yeah. you're just says like, you're doing great. You know, and you're like, okay. Yeah. No, there is, I definitely have one. Like you're doing great. Like you, you did a lot today. I'm like, yeah, but you're not pushing me. Like you're not making me feel like not uncomfortable, like outside of my, my boundary where like I need to like grow, but like, you're not really, you know, helping me. But with Vicente, like day one, you know, when even when it was on the evaluation, it was like clear, like clear connection with him. Where, like, yeah, like, he's gonna understand me. He'll push me to do things that I probably don't want to do. But yeah. there's a method. I mean, there's a method to his madness, if, if we can yeah. say. That. Yeah, no, and I mean, obviously, you know, just talking to you, you obviously don't have, don't have a, don't have an issue expressing yourself, and I think a lot of the times you go to to these therapists that are, just for lack of a better term, not as experienced or just don't. And some of them have been in in it for twenty years, and they've just been yeah. doing the same shit. You know, yeah. they're just like listening to people, which some people do want to be listened to, but like I said, for you, you don't have a problem speaking what's on your mind. Yeah. So you need a you need you need somebody like Vicente that yeah. can help you kind of find the shit that you're not finding or making sense of what you're speaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. And, and what's funny because like, I never really was like that before where I can like, I can openly talk about anything and get out there. And like, it took me a while because I noticed when I was holding a lot of stuff in, like I was, I was very angry and it wasn't at anybody. It was more just like angry for holding, for holding shit in and, I had to learn how to like just start talking, opening up little by little, trusting people. So now it's like with Vicente, it's a lot easier because like I, I get that connection with him right away. And even with some friends, I still have the hesitancy to say stuff, like to open up just because, yeah. you know, you, you obviously don't want to get. Well, I don't think you have to do it to everybody either. There's yeah. certain, you know, and that, that's, it's always good to like, I, I've, I've come to the realization and, and it's fine is that some friends are there just for you to go and fucking have fun with them and just for yeah. you to oh. fuck around. You know what I mean? Like, or yeah. you just to lift with them. Hey, it's my lifting buddy. We lift exactly. and we were cool, yeah. but like, you know, it doesn't have to go beyond that, but true like friendships that are like, you know, deep, those guys, you got to talk to them, man. And you got to be able to, and if you can't, then there's not really a real friendship. There's like, yeah, I don't remember. like you have to have that deep bond where it's like, you know, you both help yourself. You both help each other through like some hard, difficult shit that, you know, like, I mean, especially for you me, disagree, right? Yeah. You, you disagree, but you disagree, but understand like at the end of the day, you're both best friends. Like you guys can disagree and still have that bond. So it's just, you know, you're not always going to see eye to eye on, on every single subject or matter or whatever. So it's nice to have that, you know, that bond where you can talk about anything, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, doesn't change the fact that you guys are friends. Yeah. Even if it's, if it's hard conversations or, or whatnot. Cause I know I had a friend, uh, a best friend of mine, you know, we're, we're still friends. We talk once in a while, but he, he lives in Michigan now. 
And I remember one of our toughest talks was that when he came out to me that, you know, that he was gay. And honestly, my first, my first response to him was like, if he hurts you, I'm gonna go after him. Like, cause like, yeah. I'm, at the end of the day, like, I'm your friend. Like I'm your best friend. I don't care who you date. Like if he hurts you, like I'm gonna go after him. Cause that's, that's what easier. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking cause that's how my yeah. brain works. So I'm like, that's easier. At least if it's a girl, you're like, fuck, I can't beat up. Like if you're a lesbian, yeah. I can't go <laughs> beat up a girl, but I can beat up a dude. I got you. I got you. He hurts you. Like I, I got your back. So, but it, but it was, it was those, it was a conversation we had to have, but like our friendship was so strong that it made it kind of easy for him. Like he was a little hesitant, for like a minute or two. Like I knew he had to say something to me and get off his chest. But once he did, like it was a quick reaction for me. Like I accept you for whatever, you know, you're my best friend, regardless of, of, of who you date. But it's all the same. Like if they hurt you, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with them because you're my best friend and I want to protect you. It's crazy how when something like that happens that, that people just completely, like certain people react to it in the way where they completely erase everything that you are just because you told them that one thing, right? <laughs> it's like, wait, dude, you've known me for fucking years. Like and now yeah. just because I told you this one thing, like, now it just, just fucking changes everything. And that's yeah. more of their own shit, right? That's their own shit that that's, you're like, that's, that's their... you betrayed me. Like what, how, like what the fuck, you know? No, and it shouldn't be that way. Like if, like, I think you should look at it as like, hey, my friend took the time to come out to me personally. Like, you know, that that's just that bond you guys have. And it doesn't erase just because, you know, whoever they are now, it doesn't erase the history you guys have together. Me and him had a lot of history from like junior high going camping together, you know, obviously, you know, going out on the weekends when you're in high school, you know, the extracurricular activities about partying. We had all those memories. I was like, okay, well, that doesn't change anything because like, you know, at the end of the day, we're still friends. Like we're still close friends and whatever it is, whatever it is. Yeah, I had a friend. I mean, I would say it was like a friend of a friend, but then we kind of became friends and we would go out and party. Um, and this was kind of like towards the end of high school, like my senior year and then after high school. And he was, you know, I, I hate this. For lack of a better term, he was just like a regular dude. Like you just, you know yeah. what I mean? He wasn't like a flamboyant gay guy, but yeah. we didn't know he was gay. But he we would go to like fucking TJ and like he'd be making out with girls. He's a good looking dude, you know. He's making out with girls. And I'm like, oh man, this dude's always making out with girls, you know? Like, and then like a few months later, he came out and oh. I was just like, Man, I see you making out with girls. Like and he was like, he's like, Oh, you know, like I was like trying to like, you know, figure it out. But he was also I kinda also like making out with girls. I was like, man, I was like <laughs> But he was a friend, and like it was just like once that happened, it literally was just like, okay. Like it was, it felt like it changed nothing. It should, yeah, it should yeah. change anything. Yeah. And like, and like, that's how my friend was too. Like he was a good looking dude. A lot of girls liked it. He'd make out with girls. But then when he told me about the guys, you know, obviously I said, you know, if they, if one of them hurts you, I'm going to go after them. But, but afterwards I was like, I was like, you're kind of a, you're kind of a dick. Cause now you have more options. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Both. Like I, I, you know, you have more options than anybody else now. Yeah. Just the joke was like, dude, like I get you. Like nothing. I feel like, I feel like there's there's the people that are gonna get insulted by by like some of the some of those comments right. It's like it's not for more options. It's like it's my I get that, but I feel like I have good friends that are gay, and when I say jokes like that and stuff like that, they laugh. They're like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they yeah. they know that it's not from like a like a place of, and that's where I think this whole cancel culture and stuff like that. It's like 
if it's from a bad place, then yes, then you should you should address it. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's your friend, and like it's just like yeah, that, you know what I mean. He wants the same way the same way you clown on your other friends who's like you know same thing short or whatever. Like yeah. it's it's all hey, everybody's gonna get it, bro. Like you're not gonna not get clowned on because you're gay. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like everyone's gonna get clowned on. And it, it's obvious, like comments like that. Like I wouldn't make it to anybody else, but like to me, him just have that history together. Or yeah. like, you were we're really good friends. And this was like years ago when I said that comment and it wasn't taken the wrong way because like he understood me. Cause like we joke around, like that's how we joke around. Like that's, that's just our, our, our yeah. brother right there. So what like, happens and they take it out of context and then, you know, yeah. so like yeah. now, like, you know, now when stuff like that, you have to be very careful with how you say things because in, if someone just, you know, overhears you say something, then it, taking out of context and it looks bad because like they didn't hear the whole conversation. Yeah. I wouldn't say it to somebody else because like sometimes, sometimes even though somebody else is gay or somebody else is Mexican, somebody else is a power lifter, they're probably not going to like, you never know how they're going to take it if you don't know them well enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm always like respectful about like, I don't joke around unless I really know them personally. And like we've established that friendship where we can joke in each other. Like they can joke about the girls that I date like you know my my bad or poor taste and dates you know so it's like once we have that connection like i'm good with it like you know we can joke on me all you want i'll joke on you you know it's all good it's all fun sounds like you just you just made the transition for us bro what's uh what's that what's that dating scene like let's see let's see, let's see who to you said uh <laughs> what, what poor decision that you make or oh. i feel like sometimes it feels like a poor decision but then it's it's it it really wasn't i, I don't know it's a like, go on i mean i feel like you yeah no no no, no. so like for me uh, i have a friend she's told me that uh i attract broken individuals i mean girls what I, I attract broken souls i guess i'm like that's kind of harsh to say you know that's a little harsh to say that they're all damaged and broken when i when they come into my life when we date um for me it's just more like Right now, like not really dating anybody, um, you know, kind of just I'm not big on the dating apps. Like, I don't like it. So I think that's why I'm not really dating, because that's all you can do right now is like swipe. Yeah. And I'm not. Did, 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 did Vicente turn you off on dating apps and tell you not to do it? Or? No, no, this was all me. Like, I'm okay. on them. But like, I know he has a big opinion about just like just oh, like the, the sex culture and just like the. Oh. Just it's, it's too free. It, it, there's too much there of like like hookup culture where you yeah, just hook yeah. it up with people. You're not making connections, and you're just fucking going out and fucking and fucking, and you're afraid to just make connections. But you're get you're getting that validation by having sex, and then you're you know. yeah. That's that's totally not me. Like I'm more of a like I want to be in a relationship. Like I really want to have that relationship, build that connection, and let it go from there. Like, but I mean, yeah, dating apps is just so weird to me. Like. Now we're going from talking to just swiping on somebody if you want to like talk to them now. Like that's, I'm, I don't know, I'm guess I'm old school. I'd rather meet in person organically and let it go from there. That way, what you see is what you get, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I mean. You know, there's, there's, there's no catfishing going on. Like this is me, like 100% this is me in the flesh. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know I mean? like, definitely. I'm fucked up in my head sometimes. I'm like, that would be funny if I catfished somebody. And I was like, but then I show up and I'm better looking. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't try to put up the best pictures. That way they'd be like, oh, oh. And then he shows up. Oh, he's better. He's better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not like, okay, like, hypothetically say you're like a seven, six, whatever. Catfish a four or a three. I'm like, oh, he's actually better. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There, there was struggles. There was, um, there's this, I heard about this company that they're trying to start, which, which I think makes it better for dating apps because again it's a dating app but there's still a person behind it right but yeah. the thing is everybody just goes like you get into this like mode of like of um you know like they're not scarcity but it's like there's so much out there right it's yeah. like if i don't like this guy fuck it next guy and next oh, guy. this guy doesn't like fucking harry potter fuck it next guy like you know what i mean is this like he said something stupid about fucking politics. Next guy. Instead of like, well, let's talk about it. Let's learn about each other. Like, you know what I mean? And so that's kind of where, you know, you, it makes it so easy for you to just, you just think like, well, there's fucking thousands. There is, there is, there is thousands and thousands of people out there. But you feel like, especially as a girl, girls are just like, I mean, I, I used to freaking, uh, my French, I would look at her account. She'd get 40 fucking matches a day. I was like, God yeah. damn. It's a lot. She would just be like, I want to go eat. And she'd be like, hey, you want to go grab dinner? And, she, and she'd go get dinner. And I'd be like, fuck. Because, like, that's kind of true. Like, I have a friend. She's the same way. She's like, oh, I'll go on a date if I'm hungry. Like, yeah, it's a free dinner. Why not? Yeah, I get free drinks from this guy. I'm like, dang, it must be nice. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, and not that I haven't had, I've, and, you know, I, I have had a lot of girls that, you know, but after I'd known them, they're not like, you know what I mean? They're not just like, you know, I hit him up and like, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, let's just kick it or whatever, you know. But I and, and like you said, I mean, I, I personally um I'll be 32 in a cup in a couple on the 18th, I'll be 32, you know. Um See, I'm not thinking like you were older because you said back in my day earlier. I'm hey, like, it's still back oh, in my dude. day. <laughs> it, was, it was like I'm older than you though. No, but but Okay. How much has changed in the past just 10 years as far as technology or like when you were in, when you were in high school, like we, at least for me, I didn't have fucking self or like, uh, we didn't have, so we had MySpace. That was so barely. yeah. So like, so, Hey, I'm 34. So I just turned 34 in February. Oh, see, and like, you know, I thought you were gonna say you're 43 or something. No, oh, I'm, no. talking about me like, I'm way older. Do I look that old? <laughs> now, nah, when you said older, I was like, Oh, he's got it. Nah, um, I mean, that's like right around the same, that's the same generation. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, man, like, yes, I didn't have a cell phone full time. I, high school, I had a pager in high school, you know. In high school? Yeah, high school, really? I had a pager. I was high school, junior high, I had a pager. I was junior high, because yeah. I had, in I high school, I had like a little Motorola, a little flip phone. Yeah, so that's what I had too in high school, I had the little, uh, what was it? The Boost Mobile phones, so uh, the radio phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, you high school. You know those suck because you have to keep like buying those prepaid cards because you burn through them like nothing. Yeah. No, I had a homie that had that, and then he'd be like, "Hey, he's like, if I if I text you, like, don't say okay or whatever, just like because then that was another text. Like, like, yeah, that's ten cents. Like, just read it and we're good. You'd be like, I'm on my way, and I'd be like, okay. He'd be like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, because like what even even uh when i just got san diego like 10 years ago it was more like i worked at blockbuster now it's there's like, no, there's like nothing here now there's like none of around yeah. i worked at the one off of uh sorry off of your dreams got crushed 
right? Like, you were uh, like, that was my dream, man. I want to run my own blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm going to take over this franchise over here, you know, blah, blah. Yeah. They're gone too. But yeah, I used to off the one off of Broadway right there by, by Target and McDonald's. Oh, right there. Um, There's a uh, Palomar. Yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah, Palomar. Palomar. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the, the, there's a Costco right there. Yeah. And then back there, you got the Dickies outlet. You go to the Dickies outlet. Yeah, you're, that yeah. place, they're all gone too. I'm like, man, dude, that place has changed a lot too. So it's it's just funny to see like how things have really progressed since the last 10 years technology wise. And like now, when I see a movie, I just order it on Amazon or you know HBO Max or whatever. Yeah. When I see it, you go to Blockbuster and like pick out a movie. Well, and I think, but I, I think to some extent also, like you said, the dating apps, the, it's uh, there's 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 pros and cons, right? Because yeah. you also get to see people that you might have never seen, you know, and yeah. meet, yeah. right? Because it's like now you're like somebody who's into powerlifting or somebody who's into like you know certain movies or whatever it may be that you're into but you go to whatever you know you go to this bar or you go to this gym you're probably never ever going to run into them in any way possible and that gives you that ability to connect yeah. with them you know what i mean like and i think that's that's my excuse slash reason why like i use dating apps because like it helps me meet people i wouldn't normally meet in my day-to-day -day routine yeah because you know before covid obviously it was going to work gym come home and then weekends is with the normal friends. So, you know, if I didn't, without dating apps, you know, I wouldn't be able to meet different women that, you know, we have similar interests, but they're not in my circle of friends. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of nice having that. So there is, yeah. there is some pros, but obviously, yeah, the cons, like it's more of a hookup culture now. Like it's yeah. not, it's not about it's very superficial. It's like a lot of people, yeah. that's what, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm personally, I'm not on, I, I, have been on before um, but i am not currently on anything um but i did see like i said there was these people that are starting one that is like video it's like a okay. video dating app where you upload videos and you have like video chat so like now during covid a lot of people have had like their first date is via facetime or whatever yeah you know what i mean and that allows you to like see at least somebody you know what i mean because like there's the people that are like they have their pictures and they're all sick you know what i mean but then you talk to him, you're like, man, like, what the hell? Like, this, you know what I mean? Like, this person's all like, like one of the one of my biggest issues, like, and even just in general, no matter dating apps or whatever, is if you go out with somebody and they're just like complaining, you know, and they're just like, ah, I don't like this place, or we should have gone over here, or oh, I hate it when they do this here. And just like, ah, like you that's, know what I mean? You're just like, shit, I just met you. You're already yeah. fucking, like, you know, like that's a that's a big vibe kill right there man it's like we can't just it's enjoy a big red flag you know yeah it's like just enjoy the night out like we're getting to know each other even if it's just as friends like just enjoy the night like we're having a good time you don't have to like you know kill the vibe about complaining about this this and that it's like just have fun like let go it, have fun it turns into an interview it turns into yeah. a fucking interview like a like a job interview it's not even like you know what i mean like like think about like our conversation here. That's what it should be, right? Because there's so many things that I haven't asked about. Well, where'd you go to school? Would you do yeah. this? What are your goals? What do you like? It's just like it's just like learning about who you are and how you carry yourself and just whatever the fuck you want to talk about, you know. What what's funny about the dating scene here is like, and it's my pet peeve, is like I hate being asked, what do you do for work? How much do you make? It's like why are those you go to school? 
Yeah, like while those are the first three questions you're asking, why not ask different questions about, you know, my background, my personality? Like, why does it have to be those three questions that everyone has to ask? It's like, where did it go wrong? Ask a question like, I wish someone would have told me. Yeah. You answer that. What, 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 do you, what is something you wish someone would have told you? Maybe 10 years before or whatever, you know, just in uh, life in general. I probably wish someone would have told me that Amazon wasn't be bigger than they are now and I would have invested. <laughs> well, that's it. From an investor <laughs> standpoint, that's great, I guess. Yeah. I wish someone would have told me that Bill and Melinda were going to break up. Oh, I know. oh, speaking of that, I had shared a meme about that. Man, Facebook got me for it. <laughs> oh, they, they got flagged? Yeah, they flagged my meme because it was, I, I saw it and I liked it. And I shared it and it was like false information because it, it was like a, a meme that said, I caught a red-handed cheating on me with Mac OS. Oh. It was a tweet from him, supposedly. And they flagged it for like false information. I'm like, it's a meme, guys. Like, it's just a joke. Like, relax. Yeah, so, that's like, kind of stupid. But I have seen some of the stuff that like um, people, like, cause they started doing that. Yeah. People had posted stuff about like vaccines or something like that. And they would put a little, a little like warning. It was like, oh, this is great. Cause it's like, yeah, people share a yeah. lot of fucking fake shit. Like, you know, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, but I also think that's like, he like, and this is where I kind of feel like, you know, this is where we're going to head to in terms of like in social media. It's like finding that ground where like this is just a joke. The content isn't what yeah. you should be really breaking down versus like the actual false information that's being spread. Like there's that fine line between like false information and just sharing humor. Yeah, but, but there's some people who will, they don't have that fucking yeah. filter to know. Oh, exactly. this is, I keep seeing this stuff about, you know, whatever, Bill Gates and all the vaccines he gave out. You know, yeah. I, like I saw one where like everybody's like, everybody's like chip was going off. Like now that, yeah. you know, whatever. I was going to joke around like, I was, after my second dose, I was like, yeah, I got that 5G network in me now. But I was like, oh, if I do, probably get banned for like a month or something. It's like, I'm well, not going that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying is actually preventing the U.S. from getting to herd immunity because yeah. there's so many people that are like, "Well, I'm not gonna get it because this is not." It's like, where'd you hear that fucking TikTok? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's where they pre- hear from, and that's where they take it as like legit news or legit facts. Like, no, it's really not. It's just you're just taking with someone who's a influencer or whatever as like they got like they didn't they know everything when they don't. Yeah. So, I mean, I, definitely do your research, you know, yeah. I, but there's certain things that I, I, I don't know. And I'm going to trust the people that do know. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, and, but like, yeah. like if it comes to fucking marketing, I'm going to, I'm going to be like, ah, no, wait a minute. You know what I mean? And you know, one, one thing I haven't like for the podcast, I've been just kind of doing it and I haven't, I haven't pushed forward any, like, uh, you know, any marketing as far as like paid or anything. I just like, yeah. I'm just going to do it and let it go. It's been growing. It's been, you know, kind of organically. Um, and that's kind of the way I, I would like to keep it before I really start to push a lot of paid media through it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely like the approach of doing something organically first. And then once you kind of like, I feel like organically, you're everything hits that plateau organically where okay, yeah. now, let's invest in paid media or let's invest in paid, you know, ads just to get it further or reach that new demographic that we want to test out. So like, yeah, I think everything 
should be organically first starting out. And then once you hit that plateau where like you're not really growing no more, then you venture out and use that data you have from organic or whatever, use it to your advantage and build that new audience. Yeah. And you decide on who, how you want to build that and how you want to pace that and stuff. You know, like for me, like I said, I don't, I did, I wanted to, I wanted it to be, you know, genuine to, to, to get people to, 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 like I said, like just breaking up those stigmas, right? Because someone like, like and I, we talk, I talked about it on the podcast with Vicente, Vicente is a fucking unicorn. There's not that oh, many, totally. like one male, like I had my buddy on here last episode who was a hypnotherapist. Mm-hmm. And he, I was like, how many male therapists do you know? And then how many male Latino therapists do you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and he definitely is like the only, the only one that I've ever met. You know, like when I got the email, like he was going to be like my therapist. I was like, is this, this clown? Yeah, I was like, is he like Latino? And I was like, okay, like, is he like just starting out or something? Like, I, I never looked him up. Well, he also had it as, as Vincent. He probably had yeah. it as Vincent. Yeah. And Vincent. Yeah. Vincent. So, so I was like, wait, this guy. Yeah. So I, I, I never looked him up because I was like, no, like, let me, let me build my own view of him. Like, I don't want to look at, reviews or whatever it's like i'm gonna have my own you know idea of who he is so obviously it's like man is this a young guy like is he just fresh out of college or what and then once the video turns on it's him i was like nope i'm like i'm dead wrong like this dude is latino and not young like he probably and then the first thing he said i was like yeah this is a guy like this is a dude this is him slick back hair (laughs) talking in his talking about like how he's not really working. He loves talking to people. I'm like, yeah, it's like, we'll get along. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, it, it, it's, but imagine like if, if we could fucking, you know, multiply him to yeah. allow more Latinos to be willing to, and even, even talking to someone like Vicente, sometimes you're like, oh, well, he's, you know, he's educated and, and yeah. he doesn't get us. We're broke. We're poor you know, from the hood is like, well, like you have to, we have to level up eventually. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you have to like level up and yeah. And I think lots of people be like, don't want to level up. Sometimes they want to like stay where they are. It's like, no, like you have to level up. You have to like build up the next generation. Like that's the thing you have to do. Well, I, I feel like even therapy gets like whitewashed, right? Oh, you're like, that's yeah. what white people do. Like we keep our business here. Like, you know, you, you talk amongst your family. It's like, no, we can't. Like, my family does not talk about this shit. Like, they no, won't. They, don't. they won't. I, I know that's triste. Like, it's not about being sad. It's about like you know having shit going on in your life and just you know having someone to and, talk to. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about your family, but I know of mine. When I have, and I tell them like, hey, I have some issues going on. Like, you know, I feel a little bit anxiety. Their, their number one thing, and I, and I love my family. So like, this is why I go to therapy for because like yeah. I need that perspective. It's like. Their thing is like, oh, just pray, just pray, pray it away. I'm like, no, like I got to talk things out. Like I need to like yeah. figure out what's wrong and how I can correct it or figure out, you know, the way to improve my life. Like, praying is great, but like I also need to have that communication with somebody else where I can like bounce these ideas off of what's going on or what they feel and help me kind of like become a better person. Are, so, you, are you Catholic? I am. So I'm Catholic. Um, you know, I'm not by the book Catholic. Obviously, there's some things I just don't agree with um, with them, but I am Catholic. I do. I you do have pray. a gay best friend. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? it's like, I have that. And it's, all, it's, nice. it's also just 
a lot of the judging that goes on. And that's that's where I was going to drive at, yeah. That really bothers me. Like, it really does. Like, who are we to judge other people? Like, we're supposed to be Catholic. We're but, supposed like, to love well, each other and then accept yeah. this and this and this. And this. <laughs> like, no, exactly. And I think that's where my issues are. And it's also, I think there's a lot of people that are hypocrite about being Catholic. Like, I think know, in any religion, you have your people that are religion, you know, you I think trying to hide behind certain things where it's like, well, is this really what Catholics, well, what it is to be Catholic? Or are you just trying to say, you know, well, you, you guys shouldn't be, you, God doesn't want you to wear a mask. What the fuck is good? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? What is God? There's nothing in there about masks. You know? Exactly. And I think that's my like biggest hiccup with religion in general is like, there's a lot of people being hypocrites, especially the people that own these mega churches whatever like they're really hypocrites too it's like yeah. yeah there's a big old thing about that and i think that's my problem too with religion is that you know like own up to what you're being a hypocrite at but then try to be after that try to be a better person you know obviously at the end of the day we all want to be better people so that's what i strive to be like you know some days it's hard to be a better person but at the end of the day like you got to strive to be that and you know i i practice Catholicism, but I don't really, you know, I don't really play it by the book. I yeah. use it as a guidance. And that's, yeah, I mean, you got to do what, what works for you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, it's just like the same, like, if you think about it, like both you and I go to the gym, mm-hmm. but we go to the gym and we do different things. Yeah. Like we do what works for us and what we, we like and what we enjoy and what makes us feel uh, better. You yeah. know what I mean? But we're still going to the gym. We're still wearing, you know, like, getting our bodies healthier to where we want to get yeah. our bodies or, yeah, we, you know, and mine too. Cause I feel like the gym is a lot of, you know, a lot of you're in your head a lot too. And you, you get to de-stress and stuff like that. But like I said, you have, you're it's still the same thing. So it's like spirituality is the same thing, whether you're Jewish or whatever, it's what works for you and what keeps yeah. you level. You know what I mean? What, what can... like I pray, but I also meditate too. Meditate's awesome. I love it. It helps. It helps me think clearly. So it's like, why stick to one thing when there's so many different avenues to choose from? You know, yes, I'm Catholic, but I can also be really into meditation. I love it. I think it works. I think yoga helps me too. So it's like, yeah, I'm Catholic, yeah. but I also practice other other aspects of spirituality or whatever you want to say. Like, you know, we're at the end of the day, we're so blended that we have crossovers and who in, in our makeup. Yeah. And I mean, it's whatever modality works for you. Like if, if some people are not great at, at meditation and they, you know, they go and do acupuncture and that's what works for them and, you know, yeah. get them in a better place. Um, going, you, you know, going to therapy and talking, talking to somebody that, that can be, you know, somebody maybe, maybe feel more comfortable talking in person. Some people feel more comfortable talking on, on Zoom when they do it with the therapist. So now they're loving therapy because now they're like, oh, I'm able to kind of talk more. Or even now that they have like the ones where you can like chat, you know, yeah, and you're just kind of chatting with your therapist or via text or something, you know? No, 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 and I completely agree. And that's like, you know, I always say whatever works for you, do it. If it helps you feel better, you know, obviously, do things that are gonna be healthy for you, you know? Yeah. Then, then do it. You know, don't don't limit yourself just because person A, B, C says that doesn't work, or like, no, you should do it this way. Like, at the end of the day, if you want to be healthier mentally wise, you gotta do what works for you. And for yeah. me, like I tell my family, what works for me is meditating. Um, I do pray, but also talking to Vicente and going to the gym. Like those help me really become a better person because I'm able to detox from the day at the gym. 
I can, I can yeah. let everything go. If I had anything stress, whatever related, I can let it all go there. Yeah. And once I leave, like I leave obviously physically feeling better, but also mentally feeling better because like I let it all out. Like yeah. it's all out the door. I can go home in peace and, and, you know, unwind. Yeah. No. And, you know, I, I personally, you know, I commend you for, for putting yourself out there and, you know, I literally just, just posted um, on, on the Instagram for, for the, the podcast of like the people are always like, oh, well, you know, you're going to, you know, like, oh, I, I'm going to read it. I'm going to fucking butcher no, no, it. But yeah, it. Yeah, read it because I saw it and I totally forgot what it said. But yeah, I, it was, so therapy is like is a myth that therapy is for people who can't help themselves where it's a fact. There's more therapy is pe- for people who want to help themselves. So that, for you to even just be taking that step, for you to be going to therapy, you know, obviously some people, and especially in the culture, like you said, like, we'll just pray, like, don't, you know what I mean? What's yeah. wrong, or what's wrong? Like, why are you going to therapy? It's just like, yeah. I'm, I'm not just going to go and like solve this one issue I have. It's like, it's an ongoing thing, just like going to the gym. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, you have to kind of take care of yourself and keep maintenance, just like getting a massage. You know what I mean? And figuring out what works for you because it's like, oh, I need somebody who does deep tissue. You know what I mean? Or I need somebody who does depth psychology, somebody who could get in there more as opposed to like somebody who just does CBT that just listens to me, a counselor, yeah. a counselor of some sort or a life coach that's just like, hey, man, like, you know, talk to me. And you're going to have to get just the same thing, the gym again, right? You're going to yeah. have to get uncomfortable before you can get comfortable, right? Because at first you're like, fuck, I can't even yeah. lift these 15s. I did 10 of them. My arms are killing me, you know, but you're going to, you get stronger. Now you're doing thirties or whatever. You know what I mean? Like now you're where you want to be, but it took you some time to get there, you know? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny. Cause you said like be uncomfortable. Like when I went to the gym the first time ever, I'd be so uncomfortable that I would wear like under my shirt, I would wear like a rash guard or like something, an undershirt. Under armor. Yeah. Under armor. yeah. Something where like no one can, you know, can so see. Up, you know, like- yeah. So it's like, I've noticed that that's changed because now I go to the gym, I just put a shirt on and, you know, I don't care what's underneath really because, like, I'm beyond that. Like, I got comfortable. Yeah. It's like, all right, shirt's on, let's go. Like, I'm totally cool with just rocking a shirt at the gym. I'm not going to lie. I hadn't gone in, in, well, I was going to the gym in North Park and, uh-huh. and, uh, and then I started going to, to choose because it was like, it's too expensive. I, I moved. Yeah. And so, and I was going, and there was a lot, a lot of like, 19 18 year olds like really they're all fucking decked out in nike gear and shit and i was yeah. like fuck i'm that old guy i'm here in an old t-shirt like you know what i mean i was like i'm just here to work out i was like yeah. at least for me i don't know i was like i don't want to get a nice shirt all sweaty and gross you know yeah i mean like to me you at know, least that's me you know no no I, I get you i'm the same way like i mean yeah like, i love wearing like my favorite brands that i wear at work and at the gym so but to me like i can go in a regular old shirt and well when oh, you're like gonna, you know you're gonna sweat like crazy yeah. like you know what i mean like oh that's kind of my nice one i'm not gonna wear that one you know like but like, i'll get chalk all over it i'm like ah, it's cool whatever like i don't care no more about matching outfits or stuff like that because like i'm just like I'm, I'm like i'm the old guy now there too it's like you know i don't really care yeah i mean like i said i mean nothing wrong with it i'm just saying i felt oh. like the old guy that i was like ah, fuck. No, just- i need to go to i need to go to fucking store and buy some some compression pants and all this you know what i mean I'm like yeah, buy compression pants and gotta buy that gym shark stuff bro you know you gotta get yeah. that gym shark tank top and all that the little with the it's like a, for back days no yeah there you go yeah we're a little little skinny little uh yeah, a little 
Had those spaghetti straps. Yeah, spaghetti strap for dudes. Yeah, yeah. during that back day. I can't do it. I can't do <laughs> I it. Can't either. That's one thing I can't do. I'm like, nah, I'm good. So what's up? Well, we always ask everybody on the podcast is, uh, what is a time that you felt like a weirdo? I think the time I felt like a weirdo, man, this is, and I knew this was coming. <laughs> I still didn't know, really don't know the you're, answer. You're not going to have, you're not going to have, like, Vicente, yeah. he said, like, a speech. I was like, damn. No, <laughs> no, no, I heard You don't have to do all that. Just do, just do yours. <laughs> I think, okay, I'll say I felt weird because she called me weird. It was, I took a friend. Oh, and that's, yeah. And I, I took a friend on, on a friend date, right? And she called me weird for opening her door. She's like, that's weird. Why? I was like, I don't know that like, this is just what I do. Like it's natural habit of open door for women. She's like, that's just really weird. Like, it's kind of like guys don't do that no more. I was like, okay, well, like do I close the door for you then? And like, you can get in yourself or like, yeah, what do we do here? So when she said yeah. that, I was like, wow, like, am I, am I really weird? Because I, I opened the door for, even if it was like a friend day, I opened the door for her. Oh. Like, but I mean, I, I opened the door for dudes. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, like the homie, hey, let me get the door, you know? Like, so, like, that's what I had to think of where, like, I've been literally called weird because of that. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm weird because I opened the door still. Like, all right, whatever. You know, it's cool. No, I mean, and I'm sure you know now that that's her shit. Yeah, yeah, it totally you know? is. I was like, okay, like, whatever. But, like, in the moment, I'm like, wow, like, am I really that weird? So I opened doors. Like, is not is that not a thing here in San Diego? Like, <laughs> is that bigger than an open doors? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna talk to Vicente about this. Does this not happen here no more? I was like, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, I think that I think probably the time that I got feel I felt weird. And I want to say almost every day you feel a little weird. Like you have to feel weird. Like if you don't feel weird, then you're not you know being yourself. You're not being true to yourself and whatever. And for me too, feeling weird is going to the gym and really like pushing my limits, like knowing how much my body can handle. I think that's some people like, why do you do it for? That looks like, like that looks hard. It looks like like you're hurting. I'm not hurting. It's just you're pushing yourself. You're pushing your limits daily. Yeah. I think that's another weird thing I guess you could say too. That people make you feel weird about yeah about doing that, but that I mean that's something that that interests you that that you have a, a passion for. You know what I mean and outside of work you know and you don't need to just have one thing but i think like now like we said if you have a thing it has to make you money or it has to you have to be your side hustle it's like i just fucking like doing it like yeah, it's just, I, you know I, what i mean it's just a I hobby love, exactly like, i love doing it like like everyone's like well like why do you compete i just love to compete like i like i, I, tell a friend, like, I spent so many years in my own shadow of being afraid to be successful being being afraid to be successful at something because I don't deserve it or being great at something in general, just because like I feel weird. But now it's like, that's the reason why I do it. Cause I spent so many years like in my own shadow at that point. Yeah. Like feeling like you're not, you're not going to be able to do it um, yeah. or oh, there's way better people than me. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I guess those are examples of how I guess recently being weird ones daily, but I love it though. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I think, like you said, it's uh, and and that's a perfect example of like when you were just doing something naturally, right, and opening this door, and then somebody made you feel weird about it, and yeah. you felt like a weirdo because I think like the other stuff that you're saying 
is you embracing your weirdness, right? Yeah. And you, and that's where I like, like for me, like I'm in the car, I'm fucking singing. I'm, and, oh, and then totally. if someone is in the car, then I'm like, oh, well, I, I usually sing the song, but I'm not gonna sing it. And then I, yeah. when I just embrace it, I'm like, oh, fuck it, I love this song. Like, you know, ah, you know what I mean? Like if I'm with somebody that I feel comfortable and I'm being weird, but then they make me feel like a, like a weirdo because of it, then I yeah. feel like, oh shit, like I shouldn't do this. This isn't okay. But then it's like, no, something's up with them. I need to embrace who I am and just enjoy yeah, myself, you know? Exactly. Like, I'll, I'll sing the cards by myself. I'll sing. I'll sing to oldies, whatever. I think that's the other thing, too. It's like, because, like, I grew up with my, my uncles and my aunts, and they all listen to oldies, like 50s, 60s, 70s oldies. Yeah. And I love it, too. So, like, I have playlists that are, yeah. like, they kids to, like, 60s and 70s. And all. And, like, that's weird. Like, how old are you? Like, I'm 34, but, like, I grew up on this. Like yeah. this, is like this is like my culture music right here. Where I this is reminds me of like Friday nights in the background with my uncle talking. And hey there, lonely girl. Exactly. <laughs> to me, that's like that's to me is normal. It's like I'm like that's noticing. But if you think it's weird because I listen to it, then that's that's on you. But to me, like this song has like memories for me. Like yeah, when I was like seven or eight years old and being outside. Like listening at night and talking. You're not, but you're not thinking about it, right? When you're a kid, you're not thinking about the music, and then later on, it like it's that psychology that it's in there somewhere that is like, oh, shit, this reminds me of chilling, you know, having yeah. a family party or whatever. Yeah, totally. See, so you know, I think yeah, I think everyone has to just embrace the weirdness. I think that's what makes everyday life pretty, pretty cool. You know, when you embrace your weirdness and. You know, you your weirdness attracts somebody else's weirdness, and you guys can be weird together, whether as friends or a relationship. And you know, it's fun. It, it's actually fun, and I think that's something we need more of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think you're definitely right. You hit the nail on the head on that one. Is just finding where where you're comfortable. You know, with whether it's a relationship or friendship, some people yeah. will allow you to allow you to be yourself and embrace you for who you are instead of trying to make you something else or trying to oh you shouldn't do that or whatever you know people don't do that anymore it's just like yeah whatever yeah. like it's just you know i like it you know you're not hurting anybody you know what no. i mean you know and 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 you're on a journey too to like to to learn more about yourself you know what i mean yeah. and to you know and that's that that's great like i said you're 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 beyond what other people are willing to do you know what i mean yeah. For themselves and it's 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 only it's only gonna keep benefiting you for you to continue to oh, grow and you know totally and that's anything that's why I speak up more of like wanting to be an advocate. Like I mean obviously I didn't study mental health, but like I understand the importance of it. Like yeah. we need to be able to talk, especially like in our culture where they don't really want to talk about things. And I am a very big advocate of like go to therapy, talk. Like if you need me to go with you, I will go with you and sit outside while you talk to a therapist. Just go because it's gonna help you. And if you just go once. Just go just to get a sense of how it is and what that connection's like. And then if you want to go on your own, go on your own. But like I, I totally am a bit advocate of like mental health, uh mental health awareness, you know, everything. Like I'm I'm all for it. And I always support, you know, any any type of like uh podcast, obviously, any type of like yeah. YouTube, anything that has like mental health, like I'm always yeah. like, willing to like listen to it and like, you know, share it when I can because it's, yeah. it's a, and, and I think at least for me, the goal was to not make it as clinical and make it more yeah. like, cause like you talking about family and shit like that, like that's therapy, that's mental health. And people think yeah. of it like, no, I either have to be like bipolar or have to have something wrong with me. Like, no, your goals, your everyday life, whatever, you know, 
how you interact with people, that's part of your mental health. You know what exactly. I mean? And I think that gets lost because they focus on like, oh, I'm bipolar. Oh, I have um, um, clinical anxiety. Like, no, like there's- I need medicine now. I'm, and it's like, yeah. well, maybe you yeah. do have a chemical imbalance, but maybe you should yeah. also go talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like talk to me first, talk it out, see what happens. If you still need, and if you still have that chemical imbalance, okay, then yeah, medicine, but like- Don't make the call. Like you don't even know. You're just like, well, my friend takes it and she feels better. And then, yeah. Exactly. No, like yeah. that's why I'm a big advocate of, talking it out with a therapist and then going from there, like, don't jump to say, oh no, I'm this and I need this medication. Like, no, like you can be, you can get better just by talking it out and getting that feedback. Yeah. For me, what it was, it was like, especially when I started talking to, to Vicente, I was like, man, I feel like I'm just talking to my homie at the bar. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like. So when I heard you say that, I was like, dude, that's how I feel too. Like with him, like I feel like, and actually he told me that too recently. So now I know where he got it from. Yeah, because um, he was like, "Yeah, like, I want us to feel like we're at a bar having a beer." I'm like, "Okay, great." Then when I heard you say that, I was like, "That's where he got it from." Yeah, no, we got to some in depth stuff. Me and yeah. Vicente, like, it, he like he likes work. I mean, he, I mean, I'm not gonna say it for him, but I mean, I think we would definitely like because I obviously I, I dig in a lot of like different. I would do a lot of research. He'd bring all this stuff. Be like, "Oh, I've been learning about this stuff," and then, like you. If you want, you know, and I mean, oh, is that this guy? Like, is that, oh, is that, you know, it, I know he talks about like a lot of Jung, Carl Jung and stuff like that. And, you know, so, um, so yeah, like I would, sometimes I would just sit there and do my own work and just be like, hey, keep going. I'm like, I'm like just talking to myself. Oh, it's because of this is not, this is not, you know what I mean? And so it was just kind of like having him there as like a, like a, you know, to help me along, along the way, you know, yeah. and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if he'll admit to this, but there was also a couple of times where he was talking and I was like, wait, who's the, and yeah. I was like, and I was like, Hey, you know what? That's, you know, it's a relationship, right? You're building with somebody. It's not just like, Hey, this is my shit. I got, yeah. you know, it's just like, that gives me like, Hey, you know, this, he's trusting me with some of his stuff as well. And you know? actually, that just happened. Um, our last session, I talked for about 15 minutes and after that he took over the rest telling me a story, which I was like, yeah, this is relevant towards like what I'm saying. So like, I was cool with it because it shouldn't just be me talking. It should also be him talking because it's like, it's like English, yeah. you need to have that back and forth. You need to share those stories where the next time you guys talk, you build that bond because you guys shared stories already. And yeah, I was, I was totally cool with that story he told me. It was about his car, about his old car off of an, an accident off of a uh, Friars back in the day. Yeah. I don't know if he told you that one. Yeah, no, so, I mean it, and I know it, it. But it builds up that that relationship, right? Like yeah. for you to trust them too, and for you know, like that's a, you know, that's what you want instead of just like the dude fix me, like fix me now. Yeah, you know, like no, because I went in, and I was like, my first day, I was like, he's like, so why are you here? I was like, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> and he yeah. was like, why? He's like, why do you think you're a hot mess? Like I'm a hot mess. I have this, this, and this, and this going on with me. I was like fix me and he was like well we're not saying fix it we're not you know this i forgot the term he uses that um it's not fixing it's not call he's not like caught therapy i yeah. forgot i forgot what he says I'm not i didn't know my first my first time and i had somebody else that he knew and he was like if you're just if you're just coming in here to talk he's like go back yeah and i was like no i'm not i'm not i'm not that's not why i'm here i want to fucking work yeah yeah, and that's the same way I am. Like, I, I was like, I want to work on a lot of things. Like, obviously, the first thing I want to work on was getting over COVID, giving over that that survivor's guilt. And then after that, it led to, like, more, like, you know, 
what else is bothering you? What else are you needing to get over? So now it's, you know, wanting to get better at different, at different things that I'm still kind of having trouble with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he gives you a lot of resources and it's always good to like look into, I've read some of the books and stuff that he, he's kind of um, told me to read. I wouldn't, I mean, they're all beneficial, but I mean, everybody has different, different, uh, different levels of like, you know, depending on what, what you guys are working on, I would, I, would, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's, you're not going to, you nothing bad's going to happen from working with them. You know what I mean? It's oh, no, get no. to the point to where you continue to learn more and just, you know, yeah, unravel like, more. I, I, I fully, I fully, you know, plan on just leaning into with him and, you know, going over everything and hearing his advice and, doing the work that you know he asked me to do to like get yeah. better because ultimately you know you want to go to therapy to get better yeah now, you don't have to keep going to therapy but now you, you learn to recognize things and correct those as, as you move forward so yeah that, that's like my goal with him yeah just don't use that scale that's right there man that's just broken oh. that's just <laughs> <laughs> no i'm like uh the scale is hidden for a while yeah <laughs> it's just broken yeah I was like, it's broken. We're good. I'll get a new one next year. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, is, is there anything kind of that you wanted to add, man? Anything kind of towards the end? I mean, at, at this point, we, we did a good amount of time. I, I'm, yeah. really, I'm really glad yeah. that you you came on and were able to just share your story. Um, I think a lot of people will take a benefit from it. And, you know, and I'm glad that, like I said, again, for you to be putting yourself out there is great. Yeah. And for you to be taking those steps is is a good the, the best thing you could always do is just lead by example, man. People, people exactly. see it and you never know who's watching and they're going to be like, Hey man, he's doing it. He doesn't care. He keeps doing it because it's best. It's what's best for him. And, you know, and I think that's the only thing like I want to add on is just, you know, like obviously lead by example, like, Hey, I go to therapy. I'm, I am very vocal about therapy. I go, um, I'm very honest about it, but I go um, just, you know, like I kind of wish that the stigma for like, Latino men will go away. Well, you know, they, they, they have to be machismo and not go like, no, like go, like it's okay. Be vulnerable. It's okay to open up. So I think the takeaway is just like, you know, hopefully people will take away from this and go to therapy. Even if they're kind of shy about it or like nervous, like just go, you never know what's going to happen. Like you really don't. And then the other thing is more like, uh, for you, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, I love your podcast. I love, yeah, thank you. I, I love the people you bring on. Um, you know, it's nice having, having that podcast where it's not clinical, it's yeah. the talking and like you get that aspect, okay, it's people just talking out loud to each other and it's like, yeah, that's therapy, but you know, like, like it's not all bad, yeah. it's not bad at all. So I think that's the only thing I take away is like, you know, if you, if you can afford it, if it's covered by your insurance, to get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, if, if it's covered by insurance, like yeah. just do it. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know, you just do it. why not just do it? It's just going to help. And then obviously, like again, I said, just for you, man, just keep doing what you're doing. Like I love your podcast, and I think it's great what you're doing. You know, like I'm yeah. a big supporter of it. Thanks, thanks, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Appreciate you know the kind of words, like I said, and and you know this is that's the whole reason we're doing it, right? To to get more because we feel like oh well it, it's probably just me because everybody else, all these guys, they're all machos, they're all they're all they don't have any problems, exactly. and then come to find out, it's like everybody's fucking, you know what I mean? Has something they're drilling, you know, tripping with, and you know your dad was tripping with something, but you you know like I have friends who were like oh yeah my dad would go like. Like I caught him in the garage crying one time. You know what I mean? He's like he had to yeah. go fucking hide. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like you know, instead of showing his feelings, you know. And that's the worst feeling, especially for like Latino men. It's like you don't have to hide it, man. Just if you're if you need to cry, cry it out. 
talk to somebody like you know i think we're way beyond those old days where you know latino men should just hold it in and act like nothing bothers i'm like no like we're beyond that where everyone has stuff going on that they, that they need to talk to that's why old mexicans have that like fucking grumpy ass face you know old mexicans like oh that's my that's my dad he's really nice i swear you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's smiling. Is he smiling? He's smiling, man. But okay. Just hiding, trying to hide the smile under the mustache. You know. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, that's really it, man. Like I will continue to be like open about therapy, and people, you know, should be therapy. And um, yeah. yeah, everybody, everybody, you know, and, and you know, people can reach out anytime. And like I said, it just, everybody go at their own pace too. I try not to. I try not to be like you need to be in therapy now. It's like, hey, you know uh, what? Go do what you got to do. Like you said, different modalities, right? Like, you know, meditation, your religion, or if it's working for you, then, you know, but I feel like for, at least for me, for like Catholicism, it was a lot of guilt. Like, oh, I got to do it or else I'm uh, like, you know. There's a lot of guilt. So it's like, you got to get over that. And, you know, therapy helps you get over that a little bit, feeling that guilt, because that's, that's a big thing about Catholicism. It has that guilt factor in there. So, yeah. yeah. Get to work. Get yeah. to work, get shit done. Like, you know, you're like, fuck. You exactly. Know? Damn it, dude. Okay. Yeah. Don't be a loser. It's like, damn, well, you know. Exactly. Make sure you work out. All, you know, you got to do everything. Got to balance out. But it's all. It's do all everything all. within like a 12 hour span. But do everything. Yeah. Right. And then, oh, make sure you sleep. And then, you, know, like, <laughs> you know, you got to do all kinds of shit. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, man, I really, really do appreciate. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the yeah. kind words. You know what I mean? um and you know say hey say uh tell, tell me sent that tell me sent that you know i said what's up i haven't i haven't been out there in a, in a while i uh, actually see you tomorrow so i'll tell him what's okay up. yeah 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 tell him to give me a call tell him to give you a call right. so i was gonna call him but i don't you know just tell him to give me a call tell him I'm, yeah, I'm, no, i'll tell him i see him tomorrow so i'll definitely tell him that we talked and you know i say hey said so give him a call say so he wants to hear from you yeah totally. yeah i mean he's, he's he's been great man i mean i think uh um he, when i had covid he 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 reached out to me too and he, like you know he checked up on me i was like i really appreciated it so yeah he's, you're you're definitely in good hands man you know yeah no, I, I definitely feel like i am and he's definitely feel that even if it's on a video like i definitely feel that genuine vibe from him even if it's on video like i feel it so like i i, I knew i picked the right you know yeah. I, you know, it was coincidence that I got him, but maybe, yeah. maybe it was I mean, it's, it's, it's good. You don't have to, you don't have to go through like fucking 10 therapists to yeah, like finally exactly. be like, oh, this guy. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, so but that's good. good no, man. Yeah. Well, you know, thanks for joining, man. And, and yeah, thanks, oh, thanks, for having me, man. Thank, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys.